Blog Talk Radio. Way down among Brazilians, coffee beans grow by the billions, so they've got to find those extra cups to fill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. You can't get cherry soda, cause they've got to fill that quota. And the way things are, I'll bet they never will. They've got a zillion tons of coffee in Brazil. No tea or tomato juice, you'll see. No potato juice, cause the planners down in Santa's all say no, no, no. The politician's daughter was accused of drinking water and was fined the great big $50 bill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. Like a percolator Her perfume was made right on the grill Why they could percolate the ocean in Brazil And when their ham and eggs need savor Coffee ketchup gives them flavor Coffee pickles way outsell the dill Why they put coffee in the coffee in Brazil No tea No tomato juice You'll see, no potato juice. The planters down in Santa's all say no, no, no. So you add to the local color, serving coffee with a crawler. Duncan doesn't take a lot of skill. They've got an awful lot of coffee, an awful lot of coffee. Man, they got a gang of coffee in Brazil. Welcome, everybody. Hi, this is Jory. I'm the Coffee Psychic, your host on your Psychic Connection tonight right here at Block Talk Radio. So um, we have a wonderful guest tonight. Um, he's an author. His name is Bruce Hart. He's written the book In Honor of Women. Uh, Bruce and I have known each other for a long time. Wonderful, wonderful person. And um, we're going to have him on the show. I want to say it was really lucky because Bruce, Again, luck of the Irish, Bruce agreed to be back on the show with us tonight uh, in February. Uh, Bruce was supposed to be on the show, and there was something that was just kind of weird. Something was going on, and I couldn't get the show to air. So, um, But again, in the psychic world, hey, that's some of the craziest things that happen. So, And I will tell you all also, if anyone is interested in being on my free email newsletter list, you can go to um, my website, coffeepsychic.com, 
and that's where you can sign up, and there's a lot of different specials and all the different psychic things I talk about, the different uh, experiences that go on that I experience, some of the feedback you guys give me. I put it on there also. You know, one woman earlier this week had said, Jorianne, she goes, you told me I was pregnant and I had no idea. And she goes, and sure enough, there it was. She goes, as a matter of fact, I said you were crazy. And then she found out later that she was. Uh, so anyway, <clears throat> we're going to talk about uh, Bruce's book. Bruce totally honors women. I mean, like crazy. Um, Bruce has been a police officer for 30 years, I believe, for the railroad. We'll have Bruce share a little bit about that. Um, but Bruce has so many inspirational things about women. I know he's got another book that's coming out. And uh, so we're going to welcome Bruce to the show. Now, if you guys have a psychic question, of course, yes, you can um, ask me a psychic question. I will give you the answer. We have a lot of callers on tonight. So you want to make sure that you uh, ask your question. Please tell me what your name is, where you're calling from. And then also, if there's something you want to ask Bruce, um, you know, even as far as any love questions go, you can ask Bruce, you can ask me, and um, and maybe some of the sayings that he has might be an answer uh, for something you're going through, or maybe it'll be an inspirational, as a matter of fact. Bruce, are you there? Yes. Hi, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jordan. You are so welcome, Bruce. I want to tell you, I know we've known each other for a long time, and um, can you tell me, I know you've been a police officer for like 30 years, and um, what what had you decide that you wanted to start writing this book, Bruce? Well, it came out of an experience I had in 1994 where I was in a chiropractor's office laying on a couch, and all of a sudden I had the experience of being back in the womb. And I know I wasn't in the womb, but I had that experience. It's very surreal. Mm -hmm. And uh, it came to me that I lived my life in honor of women. And then it occurred to me shortly thereafter that uh, all men live their lives in honor of women, whether they realize that or not. And uh, so that kind of triggered me to then write the book. Plus, I have done many courses in man-woman dynamics and done a lot of things that have brought up a bunch of realizations about the man-woman relationship. So that's what inspired okay. me to write the book. Well, I I actually had my copy disappear. <laughs> it was just on my uh, table, and, and it disappeared because I wanted to read some of the things to our, our listeners tonight. And um, I was wondering if uh, there are some special quotes. So, so you've been doing this man-woman study for a long time. And uh, yeah, probably since ninety two, ninety three, about nineteen ninety two, maybe. Okay, okay. Are there some like I guess what would what some of the best things that you um, have written about in your book? Now you have a lot of so this is this is an easy read, you guys. When I have had my book and I open it, it's just so. It's heartwarming, it's nurturing. Um, to me, it's a small book, but it's like overflowing with love, like when you open this. And I don't think this is just for women. I really think this is something that men can really um, even appreciate women more by reading this book. 
really. It's almost like this might be one of the books that the guys should go out and buy for their wives. You know, uh, almost yeah, like a little love letter, but they could do it by getting your book and giving it to their wives, honestly. Yeah, actually, that's true. This book is for anybody, man, woman, even younger people, because it really talks about the distinctions between men and women, and a lot of people aren't uh, in touch with that, and that's why we have a lot of problems in relationships. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, there's what this I book out there with... called Men Are From Mars and Women Are From Venus, and... um. When I think about your book, it just is, it's so wholesome. It's so, uh, it just covers so much. And even as like a poet, and you remind me of a poet, but these, this is not poetry. So people should know it's very, they're very direct um, thoughts. I, me personally, honestly, Bruce, I think this book that you have was channeled which to me means that the higher spirits were, and it's not to say that these aren't all your beliefs or anything, but it's so amazing. And all the other things that you've written, I know you're, you have another book that you're writing, but all these other things that you've written, it just occurs to me that, that some of it, if not all of it, has been channeled from spirit. So I just want to say it yeah, that, that way. And yeah, I don't know that, that, could makes be that could be true since all of the thoughts and things that have happened over the years, all the writings are kind of out there in space, and uh, yeah, that could be true. That could be true. Yeah. Uh, what, I, what, I could do, what I could do at first is read the declaration in my book that was written for women, women so I'll read that. I'd it's love a that. declaration for women to speak to themselves in the world and to the world. Here's a declaration for women to speak to themselves in the world. I gave birth to the world and all its glory, beauty, and love. I gave birth to men to be the heroes and builders of the world. I am a goddess. I have always been a goddess, and I will always be a goddess. I am everything. What I deserve is everything. Men are heroes, and they are here to love, honor, cherish, and adore me. And when they do, I will bless them with my healing, with my, uh, I will bless and heal them with my radiance. So if women could just realize their own power and then apply it, uh, you know, the world would be a much better place. When women aren't treated like goddesses and are shut down, then that actually shuts down the men who are doing that and shuts down the world. So only mm-hmm. when women are treated only when women are treated right in the world does the world work because women hold the power energetically over men. It's mm. kind of simple, okay. but a lot of people don't see it. Yeah, yeah. Well, again, you know, for all of the women out here in the listening audience and the men too, um, you know, because we all have male and female energy, um, and some people still grapple with that, but we do. As spiritual beings, we've got both male and female energy within us. And so um, so this show is really speaking to our goddess energies tonight, everybody. So honor that. And if you, wanna, if you guys want to share anything also with Bruce, we're going to have Bruce intermittently share some of his readings, some of the, of the pieces he's uh, written in this book. Um, and if you guys want to ask Bruce anything or uh, um, 
say something of your own experience around how you have honored your goddess energy. Uh, we are definitely open to that. And by the way, I want to say happy St. Patty's Day to everybody. This is St. Patrick's Day. And, um, and again, I was going to start talking about St. Patrick and all that other stuff, um, but I'm not going to. We're going we're gonna to move forward here with Bruce. Bruce, would you go ahead and pick? So what we're going to do is we'll, we'll take one of your readings and we'll um, get a caller and we'll take one of your readings and uh, get a caller. So would you please uh, read a special piece that we have for us? Okay, let me see. Well, here's a simple one. If a woman wins, a man wins. If she doesn't win, nobody wins. Women are basically always the prime movers because they project energy and men receive energy. So it's like driving a car. A woman's driving the car and the man's in the driver's seat, but he thinks he's driving the car. Okay. Okay. And if you guys have any comments about this stuff, please let us know. Good, bad, or indifferent. There's, you know, everyone has their own perception and there are no rights and wrongs in this world. So uh, please feel free to openly share. And Bruce, Bruce has been around a long time, so Bruce doesn't take any uh, offense to anything um, that people share. All right, so let's, we're going to go to our caller. Hi, hello. Hi, caller. Who is this? Where are you calling from? This is Yvonne from California. Yvonne, welcome to the show. And what is on your mind? Did you want to say something with uh, our topic tonight with Bruce? Um, no, I just had a question about me getting into this apartment. Uh, I'm trying to get into this apartment called the Spark of Midtown. Do you see me getting into that apartment? Okay, let's take a peek here. Called a Spark of Midtown? Yes. Are there several people trying to get into this apartment, honey? Uh, I'm not sure. I haven't heard that, no. Okay, let me take a peek. All right, tell me when to stop. Just say the word stop. Stop. All right, I'm going to cut this deck into three piles. Please pick one, two, or three. Two. All right. <clears throat> For some reason, it feels like a little bit of a struggle. Is what it feels like. It also says you're pulled in two. <clears throat> Has there been a man that was supposed to be helping you at all? Because it looks like you've had some rough times a little bit lately. Um, no, there's no man involved. No. Okay. Well, watch for something with a man. Uh, because there is a man involved here somehow, and I don't know if that's uh, on the real estate part or something like that. But honestly, it does look pretty good. So I'm not sure if you get in the first time or the first one around, but when you get when you get the sun here, the sun says all the happiness coming to you in the universe, and that's a lot of abundance. That looks pretty good to me, um, Yvonne. So good luck. Let us know what happens. It looks like you should be getting in there. Uh, again, I don't know if it's going to be some delays or if somebody gets one and then you've got to wait for the other one, but that does look pretty good for you, ma'am. Please um, please feel free to give me some feedback. All right. So, so Bruce, what is another, uh, another special? I don't know what else to call them. Are they 
I don't know if I don't, I'm, I'm sure the word vignette isn't right, but what would you call your uh, different pages of your different writings in your book? I don't know, just short statements I've made about men and women. Okay. Would you here's, share here's another one with one. us? Here's a good one. Uh, when a man loves a woman, the prince will emerge from the beast. Uh, to tease that out a little bit, when a man loves a woman, he will do anything for her. Men are far crazier in love than women are. So when a man loves a woman, he just wants to do things for her. He wants to produce for her. Since men by nature are producers and women by nature are consumers, the, the women with the biggest appetites and desire for what they want will uh, drive a man's ability to produce. So a man is only as successful as the woman he's with and if the woman he's with has a big appetite for life and has a big desire of what she wants, she will drive the man to be more successful. So, it, And also a woman's attractiveness is related to her appetite. And one thing that people misinterpret, I'll, I'll say something that's not in my book, selfishness in women is laudable, that is unpardonable in man. So the more selfish a woman is, the more she gets the more generous she, she is and the more she blesses the world around her. A good example is Princess Diana, who was a woman who got what she wanted. When she died, the world went crazy because people loved her. Yeah. And, and, and the reason they loved her, she had a big appetite. She was selfish. Selfishness is not a bad thing. Women should no. be selfish because it fills them out, fills them up, and like a generator, then they bless all the people in the area around around them. Nicely put. Nicely put. Yes, yeah, selfishness. Some people can look at somebody, and I remember this a long time ago in my own personal growth years ago. I saw a woman standing up for herself, and I was like, man, how rude. And because I was taught, you know, always give, 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 not to take care of myself. And that was when I was growing up. And I really had to learn it. we do – need to take care of ourselves, what our needs are. You know, go out there and don't worry about being selfish because there's such a negative connotation to that. When you teach other people that it's okay to get your own needs met, really people do grow. So I, I really appreciate, greatly appreciate um, that piece and your explanation of it, Bruce. Yeah. All right, so let's see who we have next online. Hi, caller. Who is this and where are you calling from? Hi, this is Pat. I'm calling from uh, outside of Chicago a little bit. Oh, thanks. And you said Pat, P-A-T? Yes. Thanks, Pat. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Um, I was going to sell my house last year when the market was hot, but I wasn't ready, and I'm selling Uh it this year. Do you think the market's still going to be pretty good? Um, Let me see. Let me see. Are you talking about you're trying to get it done before September and October, I see. But um, you're doing it in the spring, right? I I would like to, yes. I'm I'm working on it. I'm almost done. Oh, good, good, good. So there's there's no saying. Sometimes I'm not sure if September, October you get into your new home. I'm not sure what that is. But um, I don't know if you'll get the exact same amount of money, but it does feel like you'll get some decent money here, Pat, because, you know, sometimes people have uh, buying wars. And I think people are still looking to get these 
um, get these homes at a at a good price, but sometimes they're not really looking at the good good price. They're looking at the property. And to me, it feels like you have a nice house, and it feels like you will get. Uh, again, I'm not sure if it's going to be a bidding war that you come into, but I think you're going to get your price, if not more. Oh, that's great. Thank you, Jorianne. And thank you, Bruce. You're welcome, Pat. Good luck. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. You're welcome. You know, that's really nice uh, when we have this uh, the thing with the, um, the homes and the economy and stuff like that was really uh, blowing up for quite a while, and things are going to start to settle down. They're going to kind of go back again. You know, they're starting to raise the interest rates again, stuff like that. So if people need to um, go through that with the interest rates with their homes and stuff, uh, this would be the time to do it. And um, and I think there are still a lot of good deals that are going to be made in the real estate business. So just kind of keep your eyes open, guys. If you want to sell it, um, that sort of thing, this would be the time to do it. So, Bruce, do you have another, and I think it is, I think the word vignette would be appropriate for, for your writing. So, do you have another one that you can share with us? Okay. Here's a very good one. When a man is with a woman, his full attention should be on her. Now, here's how it works. A lot of people know this, but most people don't. A man's attention should always be on the woman he's with, and a woman's attention should always be on herself. Oh. Women need to always, women always need to generate their own power because that's where their attractiveness and, and power lies. So a woman should always have her attention on herself, and the man should always have his attention on the woman he's with. See, women are like a power source. And the more they're mm-hmm. empowered, the more selfish they are, the more bigger appetite they have for what they want. They generate that power within themselves and then put it out and spread it out where they're operating. And so the mm-hmm. most powerful mm-hmm. women the most powerful women in the world and the most attractive women in the world are women who are selfish mm-hmm. and who have their attention on themselves and have a big mm-hmm. appetite and ability to get what they want. A woman's mm-hmm. attractiveness is correlated to her ability to get what she wants. So a woman could be, you take an average woman, and men might be flocking towards her. Take another woman who might be dropped at beautiful, but she had no appetite or drive, and men wouldn't even want to look at her. It's that, it's that simple. I can get that. I can I can really understand that. Yeah. So, so the one you can take, and, go on. I was just going to say, I know everyone has a different, um, how can I say it, a different need for a certain type of partner. So somebody might not really want a really, really strong, um, I mean, the different dynamics that go on between relationships, as I have seen for years and years and years, really are different. But I really do get that they say behind every successful man is a very, strong, successful woman, and I really do believe that. Always. So, and there's so much more we can flush out about that, but, um, yeah, but I'm going to leave it at that. Let's go to another caller. I do want to make sure we get everyone in here. 
Hello, caller. Who is this and where are you calling from? Hi. I'm sorry. I'm walking on a busy road, so I'm trying to get out of the background noise. Give me a moment. <laughs> um, no worries. <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> okay. Um, my name is Allison. I am in Florida. Welcome to the show, Allison. Thank you. What's on your mind? So... I just had a milestone 65-year-old birthday two days ago. Oh, I March congratulations. People, people who, thank you. Yeah, it's a milestone, and I don't mean that in the best of ways either, by the way. And so uh, there's definitely massive challenges that I'm having mm-hmm. with this, not, uh, not, not psychological, but health issues. And, okay. Uh, but, it is a, but it is a milestone, you know, so... I just, um, uh, kind of really, actually really challenging time. So I'd okay. kind of like to know, you know, or like if the, if not, if this year will, how it'll shape up, but maybe a tone for the year, you know, uh, my mm-hmm, 65th mm-hmm. year. Well, let me tell you, this is what it feels like. Happen. It feels like you're really supposed to be moving into the future. And you know how Bruce is talking about women taking care of themselves and being selfish? It really feels like that's yep. something you really are supposed to be doing for yourself right now, Allison. It feels like you're supposed to be paying attention to you. What does Allison need? What does Allison want? Because it does feel like in the past you have taken care of people. And, and it just feels like now this is supposed to be your time that you're coming into. You're in Florida right yeah. now, but why do I see Arizona being important to you? I left Arizona good effing goodbye to to Phoenix, Arizona. I moved from there. I've lived all over. Okay. But that was my last place of residence, and it is like it is done. You know, it is like uh, it is like a closed door. You know, it's. I mean, I have some fond memories. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, I'll never go back. I'll never go back. I think somebody misses you from Arizona, honey. Now, that doesn't, I don't know. Uh, I feel like yeah. somebody's missing you yep. from there. It feels like they wish you'd never gone. That's the impression I'm getting when I feel Arizona around you. And it's also uh, no, very good uh, when something's go yeah. been upsetting just to let it go. Well, I have let it go. I totally let it go. It's not an issue at all but, anymore. But but I will but, say that I think the person that you're referring to is actually a close friend that I had there for a short time. He was not yeah. from Arizona. He was a snowbird, and he lived oh. most of his time in Oregon, but he would come down to Arizona for the warmer, you know, for the snowbird weather. So he was a very seasonal resident of uh, okay. Arizona, and that, that's uh, how we met. And he's gone on with his life, and I've gone on with mine. But I think about him quite a lot as a friend and wonder how he's doing, but we're no longer connected at all. No. Good, good. Well, so. I want to tell you, don't let it surprise you if he finds you, even to say hi, <laughs> okay? <clears throat> That'd be great. I'd be very open to that. He was a, he was a very good, uh, he was uh, somebody I really trusted, and that almost never happens. Good, good, good. So regarding your health, I would say definitely, you know, there are just times where you know that you need to be under doctor's care or make sure that you're getting all the appointments and things like that. Um, yep, yeah. That, yeah. You, yeah. that you should be 
beginning because sometimes our bodies will start to go through an aging process and maybe we're not getting yeah. all the vitamins and minerals or maybe the sugar's off balance or whatever it is. So make sure you get in there. Take care of that. I want to ask you, oh, you I know do. with my guest Bruce being on the show tonight, and yeah. you sound like you're in this place where you are being selfish and taking care of yourself. Have Have you seen... Have you experienced it where men have honored you, where you've really been taking care of yourself, Allison? Um, no, not at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, and that's okay not because... a judgment. That's just, no, that's not a judgment. I don't, uh, I, I, I personally, uh, um, well, I'm not going to go into my whole sort of belief system around men and women relationships and all that kind of stuff. But, no, I would say that, uh, generally speaking, uh, through my life, uh, I was always an extremely independent-minded woman. And uh, my mother always told me, you really march to your own drummer. My dad was the same way, by the way. And so a lot of my um, uh, sort of the way I've moved through the world doesn't mean that I have been good at caretaking of myself because I have not, but I have never been a wallflower. And I have never, ever, I've never been married. I've never done the picket, white, white picket fence and two cars. Mm-hmm. I am a very unconventional person. So I think that that is, has more to do with uh, my genetics and yeah. than anything else, to be honest. I really, I know that about myself. My sister's the same way, by the way. Yeah, my mother was very. My mother was, my mother was the conformist. She mm-hmm. she was the conformist. My father was anti-conformist. They divorced, by the okay. way, eventually. <laughs> but okay, okay. Just so you know, kind of put it in context. Yes. Yeah. So I, I just want to say yeah. that uh, Bruce's Bruce's insights are really the way things, the way he's seen things in certain areas, and the way men should be honoring women. He knows that they don't all the time. So and he's saying that if things were this way, the world would work a lot better. And also the fact that we have karma. There's a lot of karma that goes on. So even yep. with the fact that if you if you were married two or three times or if you were in different relationships a couple of times, it's a karmic thing, also a spiritual thing, that we yeah. come here and we have to work off karmic debts. When we're done, we spiritually evolve, we get to a higher spiritual level. And that's part of some yeah. of the, the conflicts that we have between men and women also and the other life challenges that we have. So um, I did want to ask you about that, and I want to say thank you for joining yeah. us on the show tonight. And uh, definitely check in with the health uh, providers, and, um, and I think things are definitely moving forward for you, Allison, in a much, positive, much more positive way. So definitely from Arizona. So good luck, good luck. All right, Bruce. So I, I know that you know that not every um, not every relationship that all the men and women have uh, are sweet and apple pie and all that other stuff. Uh, you've been around the block a long time, Bruce, and you've actually uh, you've got some very strong beliefs and a lot of disappointments, as you and I have spoken in the past about uh, some of the experiences that women do, do go through at the hands of some. Um, you know, there's this, uh, uh, how can I say it, this saying, uh, power versus force. And, you know, in a state of power and empowerment, people are powerful. But when somebody is weak and they're not powerful, they will use force. And that's 
uh, that's where there's a lot, you know, when they're inadequate or their self-esteem is low for some of the men, some of the women, they'll use force. And that's where there's a lot of problems that come up. So, um, and I know you know that. So I just, I appreciate entirely all the writings that you've done because there's, they're so they're empowering for women, to be quite honest with you. Okay, I'll read so, you it, another thing in my book if you like. Yes, please. Uh, this is please. A, this is because we don't make distinctions, and we sometimes put different things on different people. Uh, men put things on women, and women put things on men that aren't the way it should be. So, women need to be cherished and adored, while men need to be respected and admired. Okay. Respected and admired. Respected is very is very is way below cherished and adored. So what works for women is to be cherished and adored. What works for men is to be respected and admired. Nothing gets a man more defensive or triggered if he's not respected. Uh, admired, something else, but respected. Men are always looking for respect, and women are looking to be cherished and adored. And that's how it works between the sexes, is from my point of view and my looking into these things over many years. Right. All right. Thank you for that. See who we have next online here. Hello, caller. Who is this and where are you calling from? Oh, hi. Thank you. My name is Wendy from California. Hey, Wendy. Welcome back to the show. Well, thank you. Um, I am uh, manifesting and uh, applying uh, I'm connecting with recruiters, and I'm going online, uh, downloading my resume. I'd like to work from home remotely. Um, I, my background is medical insurance, um, but I, and I, I would like to work maybe setting appointments for people on the phone or maybe even customer service for Nordstrom's or Bloomingdale's. Um, something like that. Do you see me becoming employed remotely very soon and keeping the job for at least a few years? Um, it actually feels to me like it's not going to be immediate as far as the um, remote business. And it does feel like eventually you may, but almost like more of like a part-time. So if they have you come in part-time and then have you – uh, work remotely, that seems like that's what I'm hearing. So you'll definitely have to let me know and how that turns out. Okay, I was getting a little tickle in my voice there. And so, Wendy, definitely please let me know how that turns out because it feels like um, some of the places will have people come in full-time. Some people completely do it remotely. Um, I think when... We have the new normal after COVID, which means a lot of things have changed. People are working remotely from home. So, um, But for some reason, when I'm feeling your energy right now, it feels like it's going to be um, two different ways, going into the office and then working remotely as well. Okay. And I don't know if that's after you go in there and prove yourself and you go like, oh, yeah, she's fine working from home. But please let me know. So, Bruce, when you, you know, are you involved in a relationship right now or are you currently dating? Uh, I'm oh, not currently dating. Are you currently dating my girl, other my, than my, being committed? 
So my uh, girlfriend moved down uh, to Arkansas, and she's come up here to see me a number of times, but we, we don't see each other that often, but we talk on a regular basis. And I have a number of women in my life that are very good friends of mine. Men need female well, energy. Well, the reason I was asking, the reason I was asking was, do they love, do they love your writings? Have some of the women that you've dated in, um, been like your muse? Have they inspired some of your writings, or have have those actually just all come when you're in a meditative state and stuff? Well, no, that, I've definitely been driven to a lot of this uh, through my relationship and interaction with women. And, uh, yeah, women have definitely inspired me. Uh, in yeah. fact, women inspire men to their highest level of functioning. A man without a woman, like I said in my book, is like a stray dog wandering in the wilderness. Men need women to inspire. See, a man without a woman will never reach his full potential. Women push and inspire men to their highest level of functioning. So no matter who a man is, unless he has a woman in his life, he will never reach his highest level of achievement. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You you can take that to the bank, so to speak. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen, I really have seen a lot of um, relationships, and when it's a, a very complementary relationship, people really do excel. They really do. They honor each other. They support each other. I mean, it's really, it's really wonderful to watch. Yeah, I'm currently well, in relationship do, right now. Okay. Well, well what women do, uh, women, women always do this, but men don't always do. Women train men in whatever they way they want to use them, which is not a bad thing. That's what way things happen. So women. Uh, should just uh, uh, slowly ask men to do more for them and then compliment them. It's like a training process. Uh, um, as a, a woman asks a man to do something, rub her shoulders or something, and then make some compliment that's sincere, and then uh, okay. slowly raise, it, raise up what she requests. The more a woman requests, the more she gets and the more successful a man is. When you're but, saying uh, these things, I'm looking back at certain things, and I'm looking at other relationships, and I think that there are certain things that you're saying that really make a lot of sense, like a lot of sense. Yeah. So were you, when you were younger, do you think as a young man, like, I don't know if you had a close relationship with your mom or not, but did you have a, a great relationship with, I guess, with your mom, your grandmother, any you know uh, female siblings or anything, or was this something that you came into as you became a mature male? Uh, probably as I became a mature uh, male, my father died when I was eight years old, and I was the young, oldest of three boys. Okay. So my mother raised us, and um, she was a very strong woman, uh, very accomplished, and uh, she did a phenomenal job of raising us. Mm-hmm. So I saw the strength of my mother and the, of course I could apply that to women and saw the strength of women. So mm-hmm. that was instrumental. And then over the years through experiences with uh, dating women and things like that, I learned a lot. And then I did a lot of courses in 
man-woman dynamics over the years and then had all these realizations, and out of those realizations, I wrote the book. I can, I can read you, you know, a page here. And stuff. Go ahead. I can read you at the end of my book here uh, that will say a lot. This is called Acknowledgements. So I'll read. Many years ago, I remember watching my then girlfriend brush her long, flowing hair. It was an innocent moment. She was vulnerable, and her womanhood was in full display. In that moment, she was breathtakingly beautiful, sexy, exquisite, sexy and exquisite. No words could describe the feeling of love and passion that arose in me when I witnessed her open, free femininity. That experience, among others with women in my life, have made life worth living for me. Women bring the glory, beauty, and love to men and, and the world. How men treat women determines the quality of their lives. I dedicate this book to all women and thank a few special women who have enabled me to grow while also providing influence, patience, and support for this work. Wow. Beautiful. I think with what what you're just saying, if every one of us, if every one of us women had the same admiration that you have had for that woman or some of the women it would be different. And, again, I know karma plays out and stuff like that, and there are some amazing relationships where I've read thousands of people, thousands of people over the years, and uh, I, I love nothing more when I see these great relationships that people have worked on. And some of them are so easy, and some of them just have had to be worked on. But to see the honor and the respect and the admiration from both partners toward each other, it's truly amazing. It's just wonderful. And that's what you were just speaking to, Bruce. Well, nothing happens by accident, so all these things that happened was a process that I had to go through to uncover all this and get to the core of, you know, how men and women operate. So most people are not willing to go through the process. I went through the process, had many revelations and insights, and uh, I came to this point in my life. But I said, nothing happens by accident. It just doesn't fall in your lap. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right, so let me read you. Let me, let me, let me, go on. Okay. Can you hold that one? And then we're going to, because I have to make, I want to make sure I get to my colors, okay, too? Oh, sure. Okay. Okay, beautiful. All right. Hello, caller. Who is this? And where are you calling from? Khalil, and I'm calling from Charlottesville, Virginia. And your name again? Khalil. Palio. Palio, yes, sir. What's on your mind? Hi. Um, I'm wanting to go on this trip to um, uh, to the Deep South to learn about African-American history. And um, I was wondering if I'll be able to go. Okay. So you're wondering if you're going to be able Now, which part of the country are you going to? The South, like Alabama, Mississippi, Georgia, um, Louisiana. It feels like, yes, you will. It feels like not right away. It feels like there's going to be another man going with you. I don't know if it's a father, father, a brother, a friend. I'm not sure, but there's going to be another fellow going with you. And were you thinking about doing it this summer or next summer? 
June 2022, because basically um, that's when the trip starts. Oh, beautiful. Okay, I see another man being with you, and it feels like it's going to be a nice trip. Okay, I I personally want to say watch out for snakes. Uh, Literally, please watch out for snakes. And um, you need to be wearing hiking boots, like higher hiking boots, not, you know, like over the ankle and stuff. All right. And... um, that much I can see for you. So, so Paleo, when you're listening to our author, do you wonder? Can you really, um, how can I say it, relate to what Bruce is saying in your appreciation of women? Yeah, because we need each other. You know, I can relate to that. You know, there shouldn't be any divide with any group of people. Yeah, yeah. And do you love? Do you really like love, doting on your woman or honoring her that way or? Are you the kind of guy that gets well, flowers or honey? Can I do the dishes for you, or how is it for you? Well, see, I don't have a girlfriend, so uh, I would do that, but I don't have a girlfriend. I I um do the dishes for my mom and stuff like that, give her water and stuff like that. Okay, okay. So you can still relate to it though, which is really good. So even that, I I can say that you know your girlfriend to come then is really going to have. Uh, probably a great partnership with you. So that's wonderful. So good luck on your trip. And if you want to give me any feedback, uh, please let me know. The trip is going to be nice. Again, just watch out for snakes. I don't know why I'm supposed to tell you that, but I am. All right, so Bruce, so that's really great. I, You know, it was great to hear from another man's perception, even though right now, um, you know, uh, Paleo was, like helping his mom out and stuff, but he completely relates to what you're saying, and I really feel that's great. Okay. So did you have another? Um, Well, this is not in my book, but it speaks about love, and it's uh, really one of the things that we need to handle. This is something I wrote that's not in my book. It's called The Residue of Love. When I look over my life and the people I've loved, I see the residue of love is everywhere. The residue has inflamed my soul and kept open the wellspring of my heart. Love may wane, but can never be destroyed and will always always leave a residue. The residue of love creates a kaleidoscopic collage that gives you strength and comfort as you move through life. When all else is gone and you are on your deathbed, what remains is a residue of love. So that's one of the biggest problems with us, uh, the human beings. We don't express to the people we love how much we love them. And then what what is unexpressed is a love that and, and remains is a love we didn't express. So one of the most important things for people to do is to express the love for the people in their lives on a regular basis. So when you die, all your love has been expressed. Yes, that you've been spent. That's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. All right, I'm going to go to another caller here. And again, callers, please let me know if there's something that you want to ask Bruce about. Is there... um, Something you want to share is what Bruce saying, you know, like triggering anything for you. Please let us know also. Uh, and then, of course, if you have a psychic question you'd like to ask. Caller, who is this and where are you calling from? Hi, my name is Kay and I'm calling from Georgia. 
Hey, Kay, I think we've spoken with you before, right? Yes, I think you have, but it's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I did have a question. Um, I lost my job this week, as a matter of fact, day before yesterday. Um, oh. it's, I'm, I'm, I'm sad that I don't have an income coming in just yet, but I'm sort of relieved from that job because it was very, very toxic. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm just wondering, do you see something coming in, um, fairly soon because I'm not financially stable enough where I can just be without work, but I'm not stressing myself over it because I believe something is coming. I do too. Uh, When you said you lost your job, I feel bad for that, but on the other hand, I was Mm -hmm. going like, see ya! You know, it was like, (laughs) like, it's it's like, time to go. Yep. Yes, ma'am. And, um, you know, like, leave leave that place in your dust. So yes. it does feel like something better is coming. I've got goosebumps when I think about it too for you, Kay. So um, oh, wow. I'm I'm not. I think there's gonna be a man by the name of John or a J name or something that you're gonna be working with. I think that might be your boss or a manager of some sort. He feels pretty good. He's very tall, and um, he's uh, very good at instructions. And he, you know, the new job you get, they're not gonna leave you in a position where they're going to half train you, but they're going to be in a position where they're very thorough, they're very good, plus you're very good, and you're also uh, very good either on the phone or communicating. Um, People are going to really love that about you. And I think it's going to be a very uh, successful job. That should be the first job you get. I mean, if it is the second job, that's fine. But uh, And you might get two jobs, as a matter of fact, not just one but you might get wow. like a second first-time <laughs> job. Huh? Excellent. I said, wow, that's perfect. <laughs> that's amazing. I know, I know, but that's what it looks like. That's what it looks like. And I think you're just going to have a really good time. I think people are going to love you. Um, so I'm not sure what you do right now, Kay, but please let me know. And um, I would make sure you get back to all the people right away as far as the interviews go. And uh, I don't think it's going to be too long before you're before you're employed again. So good luck, good luck, good luck. All right. So Bruce, would you have yes. another um, one of your sayings to share with us? Sure. Let me see now. I just really want people to hear your writings because again, it's something where it's uh, there's so much honor, there's so much um, integrity in your writing. Um, again, for many of us that have been in these great relationships, you all can hear in uh, many of Bruce's writings, both men and women, when you're honoring your partner and they're honoring you or adoring you or whatever, you know how well that that your uh, machine is working. You really know. So, And then when people mm-hmm. aren't respectful and stuff like that, it's a big breakdown. Well, here's a good one. A man in love will become a better man to please his woman. If a woman wants to know if a man loves her, he will, he, if, a, if a man's in love with a woman, he will become a better man to please her. He will do whatever he needs to do. And here's the only way it works between a man and a woman. For a woman to totally win in a relationship, a woman has to be with a man who loves her more than she loves him. That's the way it's always worked, and that's the way it's always going to work. 
So a woman needs to be with a man who loves her more than she loves him. A man in love will do literally anything for a woman, and I mean anything. Use your imagination, anything. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here's, a, here's an interesting fact a lot of people don't know. Women are the sexual beings, more about sex, and men are more about love. Because as little boys, men have been told, don't cry, don't do this. Men have all this pent-up love waiting to dump it on some woman. Women, on the other hand, have been told to suppress their sexuality. That's just one aspect. But when you look at nature, women are the ones who give birth, so they have to have a strong desire for sex. And so so women are actually more sexual than men, and women, and women always choose men. Men never choose women. Women... Mm-hmm. That's that's always been the case and will always be the case. So there's a lot of things that have been reversed in people's minds. The old yeah. saying is, a man chases a woman till she catches him. That's right. That's right. There's so even women, one of the tarot women, cards. There's actually one of the tarot cards or one of the cards that say, um, "Your your love is in the power of that who loves you." And it's interesting because. It's regarding the fact that um, the person who loves her has more control over the relationship than her, than she does. So that's interesting also. So that relates to what yeah, you well, well, women always have the power because they project energy and men receive energy. So women are like the TV clicker and men are like the TV. What controls the TV? The TV clicker. Mm-hmm. So women have the power that way. And when a woman's done, the man's done, no matter what goes on. When a woman mm. doesn't mm-hmm. want somebody anymore, she just stops sending the the signals and things, you know. In most relationships, there are exceptions. In most relationships, even though it doesn't always appear that way, women end the relationship. Yeah, yeah. So I want to say, now we're not quite done yet. We have just a couple minutes left. Uh, Bruce, if people want to get a hold of your book, because believe me, it's an amazing book. I can't wait to see your other book that comes out. Uh, it's just unbelievably inspiring and it's awesome. So how can they get your book if they'd like to buy it? Well, the book's on Amazon. They just have to go and look for it. It's just the name of the book, In Honor of Women by Bruce, last name Hart, H-A-R-T. Just put in those two things and it'll come right up on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And I love that you, your last name Hart is so relatable to a Valentine's Day heart and love, and that's what this is all about: is honor and love. And I, I just love that about you. So let's see. I think we have time for another call, a caller. So hang on one second. Hello, caller. Who is this, and where are you calling from? Hi, Jorianne. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Thank you. Who is this? Um, This is Cheryl from Illinois. Welcome to the show, Cheryl. What's on your mind? Um, Well, you know, it's kind of so much, but um, it's kind of like I had a little medical U-turn, and I was just kind of curious if I'm with the right people in a team for the best outcome. Okay, got that. We don't know that. Anything else that comes up, because there's so many other different things going on. I know, right? Right, 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 right. Um... Are you at the University of Chicago, honey? I am not. 
Okay. I get University of Chicago. When I look at you and I look at your situ- situation, you look pulled, pulled in two. I see kind of a tall man. Uh, he's got a long face. I think he's got kind of grayish hair. And it kind of looks to me like, I don't know if you're questioning him or if there's some doubt there, but wherever there's doubt, I don't know if I want to say where there's doubt, get out. But um, I'm getting two hospitals around you, University of Chicago and Maywood. Okay? Okay. And um, it's always good. It's very good to get second and third opinions. Um, I feel kind of almost like Maywood. And I get some younger people, experimental, uh, whatever that might be. They're a teaching hospital. It feels like that's a very good energy for you. And always good to check out, you know, what you're feeling and hearing. But, uh, again, nothing wrong with second or third opinions. I hope you got some new jewelry, Cheryl, because I'm getting jewelry and I'm getting something with sapphire. So hmm. I don't know if that makes sense. Well, it would make sense. <laughs> the sapphire does? part does, yes. <laughs> good, yes, good, good, good. So perfect. And I want to say, I don't know if it's your mom that died or your grandmother, but, man, you got some wonderful, wonderful dead woman watching over you like crazy, honey. Was, I'm also yeah, hearing I, a I happy birthday. That. Huh? Go ahead. No, I sense that. I just, oh, happy birthday. That I don't. It's normally it's for it's either for you or somebody else right around you. It's normally the month before and the or the month coming. Oh, okay. Okay. It wouldn't that would make sense. Good. Good. Well, that's good to know. That's good to know. I felt the energy of you know some strong woman. Oh yeah. Positively. I kind of reached out too. Good. <laughs> so you good. you feel that, you know, to kind of go for a second instead of uh to kind of guide Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would, because, again, I see when I look down your timeline, I see you pulled in two. Here's this tall man on the one side. Nice guy. Mm -hmm. But I I don't know if he's old school and doesn't try all the new things. But And then then I get somebody, you know, younger, uh, more modern technology, trying the new things, and I think that's uh, something that you might want to explore. Check it out. Go with what feels right for you. So... I can't believe it, Bruce. This is our time for the show. And I want to thank you so much, so, so much for joining us. Um, uh, we've had you before. I hope you'll join us again. I would love to uh, have you on again when you have your new book, your new writings for us to, you can share that with all the listeners because, I mean, the stuff that you get, I, I swear that some of this stuff really is channeled. Uh, Bruce, how can they get your book again? Would you share with our listeners how they can get your book? Yeah, it's on Amazon. You just go to Amazon and put in In Honor of Women by Bruce Hart, H-A-R-T. And it's a very small book, you guys. It's like five inches by six or uh, five inches by four. It's beautiful. It's got a, a red floral, like all these little flowers. Uh, it's just a charming book. As a matter of fact, instead of getting one, I'd get like three or four of them. That's what a lot of people do. Get three or four of them and hand them out as gifts to your family and friends. It's a, it's a wonderful read, So, especially to all of the ladies in your life. Nope. Bruce, thank you so now, much. Will could, you join us again? Absolutely. What I can do 
even though I haven't published a book, the the second book is about things I've written about life. And one of those okay. things I read, The Residue of Love, and I have hundreds of them, so I could uh, read from those. Even though the book isn't published, I can read the things that are going to be some of the things in the book. I love that. Thank you so much. I want to thank all the callers that called in and all the callers that we couldn't get to. Thank you so much, everyone. And make sure you join us uh, next week here at uh, Blog Talk Radio. I mean, uh, this is your psychic connection with Jory and the Coffee Psychic. We may be having our astrologer, Dave Gunning, joining us next week. So put us on speed dial, and we'll talk to everyone next week. Happy St. Patty's Day. We love you all. All right. Good night, everyone. Good night. Night, Bruce. Night.